Hello and welcome to the Rev It Up Podcast, helping entrepreneurs fill up their tanks, crank up the RPMs, and put the pedal to the metal until they cross that finish line. Hello, I'm Jess Tiffany. Ready, set, go. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rev It Up Podcast. We're here for another exciting episode. We have the amazing Seth Green with us today. Uh, thank you, Seth, for being here. Uh, Seth Green is the nation's foremost authority on how to grow your business with a cult of 50 evangelists promoting your business every week for a year. Seth is the co-host of the Sharkpreneur podcast with Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington, which has been named the number six podcast to listen to by NASDAQ. Seth is a nine-time best-selling author who has been interviewed on NBC, CBS, Forbes, CBS, Money Watch, and many, many more. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. It is an honor to be here. I'm super excited to talk to you and your audience. Excellent. So, um, so Seth, just to get back to the basics, um, can you tell people where to find you online and, and what's the best way to, for them to reach out to you? Sure. Our website is marketdominationllc.com. That is our main corporately branded site. Uh, we've got a special offer that we're going to talk about later for your audience specifically. And then obviously the Sharkpreneur podcast, you can get everywhere and anywhere that you consume podcasts. Fantastic. That's super excited. Um, this, the podcast that you have there. How did you uh, kind of get that set up with Kevin Harrington and, and all that? So I kidnapped Kevin. I went to a entrepreneur organization regional conference in that I was actually in Buffalo where I am. Um, no one ever comes to Buffalo to speak. So the fact that he was coming was a huge deal. Um, I canceled eight meetings, bought a ticket, didn't know what EO was, but went to hear him speak. And then he was promoting, it was an anniversary of EO he was in town for, and he also had a new book out. And so when everyone else was standing in line to get a picture, I get a selfie, buy a copy of the book, get an autograph. Uh, when it was my turn, I said, Mr. Harrington, I'm here to take you to the airport. And this was before Uber existed. And he said, oh, that's okay. I'm just going to get a cab. And I said, no, I'm, they insist I'm supposed to take you to the airport. There was no they. Uh, he said, okay. So I uh, drove very slowly to the airport. So I had more time. I had about 20, 30 minutes to pitch. I, I pitched him what I wanted to pitch him, which was not a podcast yet because I didn't have one yet. He said, okay, send me what you got. I sent him a shock and awe box, which is a whole nother conversation. Um, from that shock and awe box, he hired us to do some consulting for sceneontv.com. Then he started hiring us to do marketing for some of his portfolio companies. That relationship went amazingly well for a couple of years. Um, we marketed his live version of Shark Tank called Pitch Tank three times a year, years before COVID. I was one of the guest judges on that show, on that show, because um, he picked me. And then at one, we were having dinner one night at that conference, and he said, "What's the latest greatest thing you're doing?" And I told him about our Dream Fifty Cult Podcast program, and he said, "I want that. I don't want to do any work." Um, he said, are you doing this for yourself? I said, yes. The show then was called Direct Response Marketing. He said, well, I'll come on once a week. I'll do an episode with you. I'll promote the episodes I'm on to all of my email list followers, social media. And it took me half a second to say, as they say on Shark Tank, I'm in. 
Um, <laughs> and we rebranded the show Sharkpreneur around him and both of us together. And that was about three, four years. I mean, it's been, it's been a few years. And it, the show was doing good before. I was number one in every category in iTunes for directors, but for marketing. And then obviously when Kevin came on, he added some zeros to our download numbers, um, added some profile, added some celebrity, gave us access to guests we might otherwise not would have gotten access to. And we've since started two companies together and done a whole lot of amazing work beyond the show. Wow. Yeah, I've heard uh, a lot of good things about Kevin Kevin, and uh, been listening to him a little bit uh, here and there. Um, just uh, great, uh, great stuff. He was at... Uh, you know, do you know Shay Robottom? She, he was at her. He was on my podcast a couple of weeks ago. Ah, yes, she's a friend of mine, and uh, um, I know she was at Kevin's uh, house. Uh, I think last week or two weeks ago, something like that. So, anyway, uh, just um, uh, great to have you here. And so, let's go back to kind of where you began. Began, you know, kind of, kind of how did what's your entrepreneurial journey look like? Uh, how long a version of that story do you want? I'll try and do the super short version. <laughs> I started out as a amateur magician. Um, I wanted to go to Broadway at the age of 18. So I went to college for musical theater. My dad drove me nuts every semester about the cost of Syracuse University. So by the time I graduated, I didn't want to starve in New York anymore as a waiter. I became a college financial aid planner to help other families cut the cost of college. Uh, the branch manager of the Fortune 500 company I went to work for told me to make 300 cold calls a day, interrupting strangers asking for money before the internet existed. I hated it. Um, I had the good fortune to find hot and, and let my wife, beg my wife for a month to let me borrow more than the cost of our house uh, to go hire legendary marketing guru, Dan Kennedy. Um, Dan took me, there were 6,700 advisors at my firm. I was 6,700th. I was dead last. In two years of working with Dan, I was in the top 30 uh, for opening new accounts nationwide, competing against advisors who had been building their businesses twice as long as I had even been alive. That got me written about in a bunch of trade journals in the industry and a couple books. My phone started ringing before the internet existed with financial advisors going, how do I do what you did? Dan said, start a marketing company and do it for them. So I did that 14 years ago. Obviously, we've added a whole lot more marketing media channels since then. When I started, it was print and direct mail. Now we have, you know, 8 million social networks and a new one every couple of weeks. So uh, the marketing company started 14 years ago. It's taken off as well. Um, we've helped thousands of clients in 63 different industries and in every time zone on the planet. Fantastic. And what's your, what's your number one marketing venue that you like to go through? Our number one source of revenue is our podcast is the way in the door. And then our dream 50 system that works with the podcast guests. We want to turn them into clients or joint venture partners. So our, our three biggest, that's number one, far and away. Um, referrals from happy clients is number two. And the webinar swaps, joint venture swaps that we do with a lot of our podcast guests is number three, but our number one way of building new relationships and generating revenue is the podcast program. Hey everybody, Jess here. What if I could help your company find over $100,000 in hidden revenue streams in less than an hour without spending an extra dime on advertising or marketing? Reach out to me at cardzap.thebumpcard.me. Check out the video on five steps to profit and also reach out and we can have a conversation. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. 
And um, do you find that you get more people coming to you or do you do a lot more outreach or what's, what's your kind of bread and butter for reaching the right audience? Yes and yes. So in the beginning, it was all outreach on my part. Um, now we're, we now produce, I think, 65 podcasts a week for our clients. So literally, we get pitched dozens and dozens and dozens of times a day, all day. Um, so now, thankfully, thanks to our distribution and our exposure, more people are coming to us. We don't have to chase anybody anymore. Um, there are still people on our wish list that we're working on, but the reception is a lot easier. It takes a lot less time to get those folks to realize who we are and have that conversation than it did five, 10 years ago. Absolutely. Yeah. The, um, the leveraging of other people's networks is massive. You know, uh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I like, I love to do joint ventures and different things like that. And so that's, uh, I definitely uh, agree with what you're saying there. So, um, so did you um, do a lot of, well, I know you worked with Dan Kennedy in the past and things like that. Did you kind of uh, mostly focus on kind of like the direct response type of marketing with him then, or how did you uh, leverage that relationship back then? Yes. So everything Dan does and everything we do is direct response marketing. We are not a branding agency. I don't care what your colors are or what your logo looks like <laughs> or what focus groups think. Um, all I care about is making the cash register ring for us and our clients so how I leveraged what Dan taught me, it built my college financial aid planning firm to a national presence. Um, and then we applied all the same principles to our marketing firm, Market Domination LLC, which obviously took that to a national recognition and an endless client base and awards and incredible results as well. Yeah, Absolutely. So would, would you say that um, the uh, messaging is kind of one of the biggest keys to the success of, of direct mar marketing like that? Absolutely. I think the biggest factor, it's actually 50% of the success or failure of any business at all, is the definition of their target market. Who are they going after? And then we've got to find a place where we can reach them affordably and then number three would be, we've got to communicate a message about what we have to offer, why it's unique, how it solves their problem and get them to take action. Yeah, I think a lot of entrepreneurs kind of just, you know, throw spaghetti against the wall or whatever they say, you know, they're just kind of doing this and doing that. And it really uh, takes someone like you to really wrap it into a succinct message that can really hit the target audience. So I, I admire what you do with, uh, with, the, with the marketing. That's uh, pretty amazing. And... Um, You'd mentioned earlier about um, you had a, a free gift for our audience. I'd love to make sure we don't forget to mention that. Well, thank you very much. We have a 37 page best selling ebook on Amazon that talks about how to grow your own cult of 50 evangelists who will promote you every week for a year. Um, if your listeners go to growyourowncult.com, that ebook sells on Amazon every day for $14. They can get it for seven bucks, they can get it for half off. And I guarantee you, it will be the best $7 they ever invest in their marketing. If they're not happy, I'll give them their seven bucks back. Oh, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So that's growyourowncult.com. Uh, make sure um, um, everybody go out there and get that. So that, that's, a, that's a great resource. And um, so when, when you're not um, on the podcast and doing your marketing, what are some things that you uh, kind of use to refresh yourself and really kind of get yourself so you can stay focused? 
All right. So there's two different answers to that question. One, <laughs> I am a father of three kids, 14, 12, and eight. I am very, very involved in their lives and activities. Um, I spend hours and hours and hours a week driving my son Max uh, to all of his different soccer practices, tournaments, college recruiting camps, and you know all that kind of good stuff. Um, my daughter, my middle child is a musical theater buff like me, and my youngest daughter is a dancer. So there's lots of kids activities. And then on a personal development note, I am a big technology person. So um, I have a morning routine. I meditate every day. I use a whole lot of technology. I have a Muse headset. I have a Whoop and Apollo bracelets. I've got a happy uh, thing all to better manage my mental and emotional state and keep me in peak performance. Wow, that is, that's really interesting stuff. I haven't even heard of some of that stuff, so I'm going to have to go research that a little bit after this call. Um, I can relate to the kids, though. My kids just got done with a three out of four. We're in a musical uh, just uh, about two weeks ago, and and it's a lot of work, and, and uh, um, but it's so rewarding, and, and it just melts your heart, you know, with the kids and everything. So um, I'm a father of four, so I God totally, bless get what you, yeah, totally get what you're saying there. So if you hypothetically, if, you know, if, if things kind of went south or something and you had to kind of start over, I know it's kind of a, a cliche question maybe, but, um, but how would you go about generating revenue quickly so that you could get your, get back uh, at full throttle again? Sure. I get asked that whole hundred dollars in a laptop start over question all the time. Yeah. My answer is the same. I would pick a niche. I would start a podcast. I would go interview the top 10, top 20 influencers in that niche. I would find out what the biggest challenge that wasn't being solved or wasn't being solved the right way in that industry was from them. I'd create some type of minimum viable product or service that solved it. I'd get those 10 or 20 people or whatever to promote it. Um, and I'd launch a new business. And I've done it on purpose multiple times. I have two new shows right now that I've launched in new industries on purpose as a test of the process starting over and it still works just the same. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that uh, the, the podcasting thing, getting an opportunity to meet people that are amazing and learn, like I get to meet you you're, and you're obviously amazing at what you do. So um, so besides Kevin, who, who would you say you're like most um person that impacted you the most on your podcast outside of Kevin? Wow, that's a really, really long list. <laughs> I would tell you, we've been blessed to have amazing relationships and amazing opportunities because of the show, even before Kevin was involved. So I will say um, Russell Brunson, the founder mm. of ClickFunnels. Yep. I would say Dan Kennedy, obviously. Um, Alex Mondozian from marketingonline.com, Rich Sheffrin from Strategic Profits. I've had the amazing fortune, kind of, you know, the more you work, the harder you work, the luckier you get, of the gurus who, when I started out, I was in the seminar room looking up to them on stage going, oh man, I wish I had the 1997, the two grand to go buy their product. I wonder if I could do credit card payments because I was broke to the point where now, like they text me, we have a joint venture together. Um, some of them are clients of ours because they don't do what we do. So it's been an absolutely incredible journey. Oh, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, definitely a big fan of uh, Russell and Dan. And um, but, uh, but yeah, so I wanna, again, um, 
Seth, uh, you are a superstar. I really appreciate you being here. Could you again remind people just where to find you so they can really uh, get deeper with your content? Sure. Well, um, we actually, you mentioned, you alluded to, we actually, the both offers that we're going to make. One was oh, growyourowncult.com, where it's just a 50% off of the ebook. The second one is if they go to our main website, marketdominationllc.com, they will see a sizzle reel that has Dan and Kevin and a bunch of people in it saying nice things about us. Next to that video, or below it if you're on a mobile device, is a form. If they fill it out, they can get a 15-minute marketing challenge session directly with me personally. And I guarantee you, I can solve any marketing challenge you've gotten 15 minutes or less. Um, we normally charge 497 for those, but again, it's f- completely free for your listeners. Wow. That is powerful. Um, yeah. If you have a marketing problem, you need to reach out to Seth and his team and, but to Seth specifically and, get, and take that 15 minute offer. That's, that's awesome. Well, um, everybody, thank you again for another awesome episode. Um, we just really appreciate you. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, and, um, and share with your friends and family. And we will see you on the next episode. And thanks again, Seth, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. 